0: We have so many goodies to share with you. Let's dive right in together. Hey guys, I'm so excited to welcome you into the new year of the e pod. Oh my gosh, we hit season five. Did you ever think season four would end? I am so grateful, so glad. And season five, we are here for you. We are ready for you. And today we have five goal practices that will change your life. These are five goal practices that I have incorporated in my life that have changed it so much that I have decided to do an entire podcast directly affiliated with these goal practices so that you guys could get the very best of them and adapt them, of course, nuance them to pieces for your own life. So that's what we're going to do today together. And we have our whole year planned out. Obviously, there's going to be little shifts and tweaks because you can only throw out those plans so hard at God and then you get some of it back shifted to you. But you know what? We have a great year planned, and I'm so grateful that you are here for this journey with me. So before we get started on that, if you have not gotten your tickets for the Glow Gala, don't forget, I am so excited in Florida. I will be seeing some of you who have already told me you've gotten yours February 3rd. It's a Friday. We're going to be having a Valentine's theme, dinner, dancing, oh my gosh, gourmet foods, oceanfront restaurant, and warm weather, hopefully, right? Because we are all freezing. So with you, if you have been bundling up, and so with you also, if you are ready for some fun in the sun in February. So, check out the show notes, check out marriage.com. if you want to come to the Valentine's Glow Gala. Use the code private sale for $25 off your tickets. Also, if you are in that space where you need every single week tangible tips so that you know you can get your goals on and you know you can get that glow on, then make sure you do one of two things. Either grab our planner and make sure you use the code new year if you do grab the planner for 25% off. Or surprise, surprise, our collective is open again for two weeks. So I'm very excited that if you are in that space where you want our extra deep dive podcast on Wednesdays, if you want to get inside of our course and really grab the true worksheets to help you to glow up so beautifully together where you have a system in place, it's very quick five-step system of videos that you can watch to really grow your marriage in such a healthy and efficient way. And trust me, I get that efficiency can sound very boring, but... It is not boring once you get inside of your marriage and see what lights you guys up. And so I have directed this course to really do that for you so that your life is glowing, so that it is beautiful together, so that you can make beautiful legacy memories together and have fun doing it because I think that's why we get married, generally speaking. We get married because we're attracted to that person and because we have desire. And I am showing you ways to blow on those whiffs of little ashes and keep that going and glowing. So I'm very thankful for those who are already in the collective and we would love to welcome you again. And that's why we just open our doors a few times a year to really make sure that we can focus. But what we do inside of there, as I said, is we have our meetings every single month where I do a training. If you like to come live or just watch it on video. Also, we have this five-step program where you can really learn how to glow together. You don't have to do any of the meetings and these special podcasts and blogs so that you know every single week you're being built up absolutely specially with, a very specific focus. And I have all of that focus lined up for you inside of this year in the collective. So I like to plan it all out ahead so that I know that I'm making sure you get everything you need for a really good life together, honestly. And that's what Wes and I have been experiencing. does not mean you don't have your up and down moments, but you do have a very strong foundation and a very great system for your everyday practice. So your life is truly Beautiful together. So that's what I long for for you. That's why I do this whole podcast so that you can have that. And now you see there's lots of different ways of getting at that. So make sure you join the collective if you just need extra coaching, extra tools, and you want to be inside of that with us. Because one of the biggest goals that you'll find in general in life is that if you have people around you who are doing the same things as you're doing, it is very encouraging and uplifting. So that's what we want to be for you. Okay. But now let's get to the five goal practices that will change your life and that have changed my life. The first one of these wonderful goals that you can really start with right away is morning efficiency. And I know some of you know this already, but I'm going to add a little spin to it. Morning marriage efficiency, which means not only are you remembering that human beings typically do best in the morning with productivity and organization and focus, because let's put it this way your brain is reshifting everything for you and reorganizing and giving you a fresh, clean palette at the end of every single night in the morning. Not that it's always perfect, not that you don't sometimes need your coffee, but in general, you have this clean slate every day, a chance to start the day with gratitudes. If you're in my Tuesday Fire newsletter, you know I say that too like 10 gratitudes every morning when you first wake up. But the truth is it's really important that you take advantage of this time in your day when you are fresh. And this means you're also freshest for your marriage. Not only is testosterone actually higher for guys at this time, but people are just more available with their high mental acuity in these early hours. So when we're talking about how can you send a message to your spouse? How can you do something nice for them? Do it in the morning. Do whatever chore you want to do. Buy whatever gift you want to get. You know, it doesn't mean you have to save everything. Like often we want intimacy at night and things. I'm not saying that's not okay. But If there's gonna be a loving gesture sent to your spouse, morning is a great time. So morning efficiency in your life and in your marriage is a great practice. And if you need to go to bed earlier and stop reading as late at night, or you need to get up earlier and just really notice that maybe a nap in the middle of the day would be fine just to kind of balance things out, don't lose sleep, but definitely take advantage of the mornings. And if you need to get up later and just take advantage of your first few hours of the day, whenever your day starts, that's your morning. So you're responsible to that. That is a great tip. That is scientifically evidenced by many studies to tell us we're more productive then. So I want you to goal get not just for your life in those early hours, but also for your marriage. And if it's your life, make sure you schedule most of your appointments in the afternoon so that you can really do what you need to do when your mind is strongest in the morning. And that's a lot of the time when I do my writing and that's a lot of the time when I do my teaching is in the morning so that I can be at my absolute best. Now, as far as setting any- West messages and things like that too. Yes, absolutely. And when he has his Fridays off, we take breakfast together. We do our workouts in the morning and I prefer an evening date for other moments, but you know, I recommend six to 10 hours a week. So if you can ever stretch and get morning breakfast in with your spouse, that is ideal also, because like I said, we're just better for each other. We're more awake and we're more present. Okay. Okay. Now, this second one is one I'm really excited about because what happens to a lot of people is they feel like they could never get started on a new habit because it's too hard, it's too big. They're dreaming big out there, which is fantastic. They have great goals, but they forget that the systems we set up need to be done if we're going to ever get in the ballpark even of achieving those goals. And so that also can feel very discouraging. And we know that we need to set up cues and reorganize our cravings and you know figure out how to really get these rewards, but it can just be very overwhelming and intimidating to get started. So something that I've done for years with my clients before Enneagram even is just remind you guys that you can take just two minutes a day to get started on this new behavior, whatever you need to do. So if it's something kind for your spouse that you're deciding to do this year, then take two minutes to do it instead of thinking it needs 30 minutes, or you can't do it at all. And it might just be that you normally don't straighten up the house, but you're like, I know they said this helps them a lot. So I'm going to take two minutes before I leave for the gym or for work or before the evening is done. And I'm going to clean up. Now, if this is my house, I'll tell you as much as my husband's a one, he doesn't, he has grown to not really care about as much of a mess. And he's just like, our home is so healthy and good. Like I don't care if it's messy, but I am usually the one to wake up and I don't mind cleaning because I kind of enjoy just putting order in it's actually a great healthy space for me to go to my one but I always say I cleaned up the frat party but when I say that what I mean is I took 2 minutes to take away the fun we had from laying down on the couches and watching shows and just fluffing pillows and you know to like just pushing the chairs back down where they need to be and All of that stuff and really just makes me think every morning, I'm so glad we had such a fun night. And that's my positive, optimistic view. Also, knowing Wes is kicking butt at what he's doing out there helps. If I thought that he was just laying around being lazy all day, all night, I wouldn't like it as much. But I'm like, okay, here we go. We had a really fun night. So take two minutes to do that. And I know that that is something that really gets me going in a great direction But more I like to do it in also, especially this month, as we look, if you're in the Enneagram and Marriage Glow Planner with us, you know, we're doing health and fitness. I like to do that even for my clients in terms of their fitness, because I find that a lot of people won't do a lot or they'll try to force their spouse into doing a lot. And it's much better to A, let people figure out what their own goals are and B, allow one another to start small, even though the goals may be big. So you may have this great, big, beautiful goal to, lose 50 pounds or to lower your cholesterol or to buy this many. And I hope you get very specific, but you might be starting too big and too overwhelming for yourself. So what's nice is to know that even if you don't get to the big things, you got to the small things and that feels really good. And you can increase. Most human beings, once they start with something small, and they achieve it, it brings a great reward. And we have now happy hormones that say, good job, you did it. And I'm so proud of you. And you might even often, at least for me, keep going. So for instance, I told you recently that I love to mix up my workout. And I think that's part of just me always, I mean, I would put that in as a sixth goal, but just mixing things up is really good for the human system when we're trying to get fit and do goals because we can get bored very easily. So I like to mix up my workout. And when it's mad fit, if I start with a five minute arms workout or legs workout or cardio workout, I am so much more excited that I completed it. And now I'm usually ready to do another one and maybe another one. Or if I'm out jogging, then it's you started with five minutes and then you kept going and maybe you took a great walk or whatever you like to do. Take five, five minutes, take two minutes, take even one minute. Don't ever undersell yourself to say, I can't do it unless I do it for hours, because you'd be surprised how often those few minutes can get you started. And if you're just like, no, because if I do five minutes, then I'm going to feel guilty. Then tell yourself, you're only allowed to do five minutes. I'm only giving you permission for five minutes today, because that is truly all the time you have. Then you won't beat yourself up. And you can really give us a call if you're still beating yourself up. You can say, you know what? I need some life coaching because this is still happening. But either way, start small, start with one, two, or five minutes and just take a few minutes to get something going, whether it's a cleaning habit, a working out habit, whether it's something with your grooming, something with your spouse about doing something kind for them. Do not start too big, even if your goal is big. Okay, so you've got morning efficiency now, not setting a bunch of appointments in the morning, saving that for the later parts of the day where you can write your beautiful emails, do encouragements to others, and then Save those mornings for whatever productivity you really need to do for your spouse and others. Then you know your next thing is you're going to start with these one, two, or five minute increments from doing your goals so that you can start on these habits, feel good about it, and then keep going. Hopefully you've got some momentum. Now, the third goal I wanna make sure you know of is this. Take time to tell the truth yourself. So many people in this day and age don't want to tell the truth to themselves. They're all grace. Others are all truth and there's no grace. But what we really want is for you to graciously tell yourself the truth about your bad habits. So we've just talked about priming you for good habits, but tip three is really speaking back to those bad habits and telling the truth to them. You're not good for me. You're not good for my purposes. And Hopefully you've done some very broad goal setting for yourself in life. And if you haven't, make sure you do that. I know in our collective, we just did a New Year's glow slash goals set up so that people could be talking in their marriages about what are our goals this year. And so make sure you have goals, but remember that your bad habits don't help with those. And I think that that's sometimes a trick that we have is to have some shame or sadness or just depression or anxiety. And then we allow our bad habit to tell us that it will heal that for us, at least momentarily, because human beings love their very quick answers. We love our quick, short-term rewards. But as my brother, over the holidays, just seeing him reminds from chess, short-term impulsive decisions will not be rewarded. But the good news is he also reminds us that even when you think you're in the corner and you can't get out, there's always a way. So I think it's a great space here for you to remind yourself these bad habits are not doing you any favors. They're just bringing worse and worse issues to you and taking you farther and farther away from the winds in your life. And they're just making you feel worse about yourself. So, you know, you might be telling yourself that cigarette or that extra piece of cake is going to make me feel so guilty, but you need to say back to that, you know, honestly it really makes me feel bad about myself that I don't have much self-control. And then I feel worse again. And then I try that again. And then I get a stomach ache or whatever else is actually a hindrance. So start telling yourself that, you know, these behaviors are not helping you because the truth is we usually just look at them as, okay, these short-term things helped me. But if you take some time to speak back to these primal, desires for healing, you can actually find better ways to cope. You can say, you know what, I know what you want right now and you want to feel good. And so you know what's not going to do that? This bad habit. You know what is going to do that? This healthy behavior. So how can I set up my cues for that healthy behavior? And it might be, like I said, just pushing harder on your goals with tenacity, which is the fourth tip. And that is grit do not give up. Do not think that your life is just something that you can waste. Be understanding that every day is a precious gift. Our community lost two people that we know, middle-aged dads, just over a Christmas break, and it was very sudden and very difficult. Every day is a gift. So come at your day with gratitude, but also with the sense of not wasting time. So a lot of these bad habits, as you know, will just take you farther and farther away from your purposes, from your dreams, from what you really want to be doing. And it doesn't mean you don't get to have fun. It just means really allow yourself balance and stability and self-control and be tenacious with reminding yourself that every time I fall down, I get back up again and I do get grace. And yes, sometimes I do choose bad habits and I get bruises, but I'm coming back again and again and again and again and make sure that you really speak to that in your marriage too. If you're having a struggle, come at that with the attitude of, okay, we've had conflict, not because we're bad people, but because we're both very caring people and we have different goals, different gifts, and I want to make sure that we're aligned. So I am going to be tenacious with making sure that I lean into my spouse, that I'm a great listener, that I am really learning who they are and what makes them tick in the very best of ways. I'm learning how to be a sanctuary and a calming place for them. And I'm doing whatever I can also to maintain balance and integrity in my own life so that I don't fall apart, so that I have something from which to give. But that takes tenacity and it takes focus and it takes the decision not to run around with people who are unhealthy. And that is my fifth tip for you is really be careful. And I said it once already earlier today, but be careful who you hang with. It's so important, especially with the way polyamory has risen up in culture and consensual non-monogamy is becoming such a big thing. But I tell you what, I have never seen it work because people like to have trust together. They like to have intimacy, into me see, not I'm tired of you and we're in middle marriage and I need somebody else. They want to be loved even if they are tired and haggard at times. And even if they do struggle and they've shown their vulnerabilities, they've put it all on the table, they've shown their cards and now their spouse says, I want somebody else. That isn't true intimacy intimacy that is copping out. So you guys need to make sure that you're hanging with people that don't tempt you in that way and that you have really good accountability. All the people I hang with are really good for me. I don't hang with people who aren't good for me. I had a dear friend who was so wonderful back when my son was born. This is like 10 plus years ago. And he is a great kid and we have a great life, Probably bit partly because I didn't nurture that friendship, which would have been so much fun, but so wild and so inappropriate for the season of married life that I was in, that I wanted to maintain an attitude of integrity with myself and my values of faithfulness and loyalty and being present to my spouse and family when they have stress through thick and thin, through sickness and in health. And this friendship wasn't going to take me there. I could just feel the threads of it being so unhealthy. And we've also had people come at our marriage sometimes where we just have to set very strong boundaries. And and that is so good in healing, but I need you to know that that is one of my absolute best goal practices is to say no to people who are unhealthy. And you will say a lot of no's in your life, especially if you're a female, because if you have any attractiveness in you at all, and I'm, I shouldn't even say, especially if you're a female, because the statistics are for married men that they're a lot more attractive than single men to women, um, which I get it, stability, all of that, but it's, it's just keeping your armor on. And I was even... Even telling my kids that in the car because we were on a, a tangent of some sort, and I just said, You know, you're just gonna have to say a lot of no in your life, and you're gonna have to run literally like Joseph in the Bible sometimes from tempting situations, and especially after the first five years of marriage, because in those years it's just a little bit easier, it's just a little bit more natural to say no, and just a little bit more obvious that you're in this honeymoon phase. In most cases, you may still have some stress where you're like, Oh no, somebody's on deployment, or We have a special circumstance and we are already tempted very young, but I just want you to understand that Being tempted isn't the problem. It's you deciding to lean into that temptation that's not gonna be healthy for your goals. It's gonna throw you completely off track with your integrity, with your purpose, with the deepest desires you have for your life, with the strongest ways you guys can shine together and brighten this world with your shared gifts. Doesn't mean you don't have friendships with others or others of the opposite sex. It just means that you're cautious about leaning in far into the lives of people who you're attracted to. When you're attracted to other people, people keep them at a very good distance and get some accountability so that you don't have any time alone with that person and that way you don't have to deal with that at all because it would just detract from all the good work you're doing and steal away energy that you could be using for your family for the fun together as a couple for your kids for your legacy for the money you're supposed to make for your family for the good you're supposed to do in the world all of that so make sure you take those tips those goals hang out with good people you know we're here for you if you're like I need time in the collective. I just need to know that I have an accountability group. I have Krista and Jen and others in the group who I know are doing this. That is a great space for you to join us with. And I even, like I said, show up every month in case anybody wants to have live time with me, but otherwise I send you the trainings. This is just a fun place for me also to grow. I am still on the journey with you guys and I love it, but I want to reiterate these five goal practices so that you can really choose now which one or ones you really need to incorporate the most right now, and that is a morning efficiency routine of loving your partner and doing good to them and also getting your life together well in the morning. Also, starting small is the second goal reminder to make sure that you are right there where you need to be with even just one, two, or five-minute starters to get your goals going each day to build some momentum. Number three, make sure you talk back to your bad habits and encourage yourself about how the good habits are helping and that the bad habits are truly not helping you even though of course they're telling you they are on the short term so speak back to them and remind yourself these are actually just creating such a negative cycle tip four is a goal practice of tenacity that you fight hard to make sure that you keep getting up after you fall down that you keep showing up for your life after each failure and saying what did i learn from that how can i hone it I'm going to give myself grace. I'm not going to give up. I'm grateful for all the good I do. Even though I know sometimes I fall, I am not going to allow myself to not try. I am going to keep trying and keep growing, keep glowing and keep learning out there. And then last tip is keep good company. Understand that you are really a product socially. As a human being, we love our social. That is so big. And so be around people who encourage you, who love your marriage, who care about you, who struggle, of course, because no one is perfect. You cannot go looking for a perfect community, but people who actually want to grow as individuals and who do caring practices and who respect your commitments as a married person also. That is absolutely going to help you. All of these practices are my absolute favorites for the goals that I've gotten. And I'm so grateful to say that I have achieved all of the goals in my life and I continue to have to make more goals so that I can have more fun dreams come true, and also support my clients and their dreams and Wes and his dreams. So we are right now traveling on our trip because Wes had a dream for getting some time off after being on call for Christmas Eve. So I'm so proud of him for taking some time off after lots and lots of serving and bringing food and visiting old people over the holiday. He just has such a heart for so many people. He made so many people so happy. And I just want to thank him and let him feel loved and seen and heard. And so we are on the road with E&M right now and just having family time and time with really good friends who have cried with us over the years and just shown their vulnerabilities and yet friends that are people of integrity who hold us to high standard. If you don't have friends like that, don't forget to join us in the collective. Don't forget to find local people in your community that can be that for you because that is very important to have people close to you. But do be close to each other. Do understand that physical proximity is so important, quality time. And next week, we're going to be talking all about sexual intimacy. So make sure you join us as we talk about five different ways, like the five love language of sexual intimacy as we bring more goal-setting and goal-getting and glow-getting to this new year. Okay, so put it in your mind of which tip you're going to take and do it. And also, if you have been helped by our very long, large season four or any of our preceding seasons on the Enneagram and Marriage Podcast, please make sure to go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. It is so helpful. That is the only way the show grows, truly. It is incredible how much it grows by even just one review. So leave us one. And if you have already done so, know that you have been part of sharing this wonderful time together. I'm so grateful for you and the work you do. It is absolutely beautiful that we get to do this together. So thank you so much. Happy New Year to you. I'll be talking to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you again for listening with us. It was so wonderful to have you. I love knowing we're doing this journey together, not perfectly, but with love, grace, and hopefully some fun too. If you love today's episode, make sure you leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcast or Spotify so others can find it too. Visit our show notes so you can get all the links from today's show as well as anyagramandmarriage.com, the Instagram, the Facebook, and all over the place. Make sure you spread the word. Love living intentionally with you. Bye-bye.